There is some confusion and controversy as to exactly what it means to repent. There are those that believe that people have to repent, and by that they mean change their lives before they come to Christ. And if they've really changed their lives, then they can come to Christ and they can be saved. Others believe that it is a decision that you make that you are going to change. Whether it's as a Christian, you're repenting from something you're doing, or repentance to come to Christ, it's a decision to live differently. And from that decision, you call out upon the name of the Lord. So which one is it? And what does repentance mean? And what does the Bible have to say about it today on Hot Topics? Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, and sharing, ringing the bell so you can get all of our new material. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. Let's talk repentance. So there's these two different sides. One side says that you have to change and that's evidence of repentance and you have to change before you come to Christ. And the other side says you have to make a decision that you are going to change and then you believe in him and you are transformed. The problem that I have with the side that says that you have to repent, changing your life first is that it becomes works. When repentance is not works. And in fact, the Bible tells us that we don't do anything in order to be saved. Listen to what it says in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So that passage is clear. We don't do any works to get saved. And if repentance was a work, then you would be doing a work in order to get saved. They use a passage where John the Baptist says, to the religious leaders, bring forth the fruits of repentance. Who told you to flee from the wrath that is to come? And so the fruits of repentance, they say, is actual changes in their lives. The fruit of repentance is whether or not you actually change what you're repenting from. You repent, you receive, you believe, and that's when you give your life to Christ. It's not any kind of a work. There doesn't have to be a change. You truly do come to Jesus just as you are. Repentance is also not an emotion. And sometimes we think it is. And you might have an emotional response to repentance. And that's good. If when you change your mind and you regret the way that you've lived and you know you need to live a new way and then you get emotional about it, that's okay. But some people get emotional and they think that emotion is the repentance and it's not. It might not lead to repentance at all. You may be sorry for the consequences. You may even be sorry for what you've done, but you don't plan on changing it. And even though you're emotional, that's not repentance. Listen to what the Bible says in Hebrews 12, 17 about Esau seeking repentance with tears. It says, for you know that afterwards, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. So he didn't change. He didn't change his mind. He just had regret for what he had done, but it wasn't real repentance. Repentance is not just regret. It's not emotion. It is instead an act of the will. There's something that happens, whether it's a message that you hear, whether it's an event in your life, whether God's revealing something to you through scripture, you could be reading the Bible when it happens and something happens that strikes you and you are convicted, not condemned, Condemned, you want to quit when you're condemned. You're condemned because you can't change, but you're convicted and you say, I need to change. You just 
repent it. If you follow through with it, especially. Now, you could say, I need to change and not change, but it is such a decision that you are now going to change the way that you are living, and from that, you have repented. Now, there are several words in the Bible that are translated repent. The Greek word means to change your mind. And that's what we've been talking about. You're confronted with something through some event. You suddenly realize you're doing something that's wrong and you change your mind. If you haven't come to Christ, you realize I'm living without Christ. I need him. I'm going to live for him now. That's the very beginning of your faith. It's the very beginning of you receiving him. So repentance is necessary. You have to repent. But when people make repentance a work, you've actually got to go out and do works and have changes in your life before you come to Christ. That's where it becomes a problem. The Hebrew word literally means to turn around. It means to turn around and go the other way. You're walking one way and you go the other direction. A lot of Hebrew words have pictures in them. And that's what this word repentance has. You're going one way, you stop, you turn around, you go the other direction. The next time you're walking down the street and you hear someone cry out, repent, you just literally turn around and walk the other way. You did exactly what they told you to do in the Hebrew language. And so it's not just a changing of your mind, but it's a changing of your mind to turn away from whatever it is that you are convicted of that is a sinful activity and head the other direction. Now also, repentance is first and believing is second. You repent and you believe in order to be saved. Listen to what it says in John 1, 12 and 13. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. So at some point, they received Christ. They realized, I need to invite him in. I haven't been living with Jesus in my life. And when they learn that they need to do that, or there's some convincing event that takes place, then they receive Jesus and they believe. You receive, and that is the repenting. You are changing the way that you live. The very first words that Jesus says in the book of Mark is to repent and believe. So you repent and then you believe, and this goes all the way through the Bible. You find that consistent. Repentance appears 70 to 100 times in the scriptures, so it's an important topic in it. And there are two Hebrew words that mean repent. The first one is, I'm going to call it Nacham, N-A-C-H-A-M, and it's a strong desire to change. You have a strong desire to change, and that is repentance. The second word is shub, S-H-U-B, and it means, what I said earlier, to change your mind from sin. There's a Greek word for repent as well, and that is metanoia, and it means a change of mind or a purpose or action. So kind of a combination of both of those from the Hebrew that you change your mind and you turn around and you go the other way. Real repentance is revealed by the fruit of, of changes and those changes are works but they're not works that save you they are works that are evidence that you've made real repentance and really committed your life to Christ let's take a look at a few passages that talk about repentance the first one is 1st John 1 8 through 10 if we say that we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us now if we confess our sins and we're gonna see that repentance and confession are similar confession is an act that comes with repentance We'll talk about that more here in a moment. But it says in verse 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and the word is not in us. Also, in Matthew 6, 12, it says, And forgive us our debts 
as we forgive our debtors. Now, both of these help us to understand that as Christians, we need to be taking care of sin in our lives. We need to repent regularly. Repentance isn't something you do just one time to receive Christ. That happens. But then there are things that we may be reminded of or revealed, and we confess our sin. We tell God about it. And we, this is to be a daily thing because the Lord's Prayer give us this day our daily bread, and we are to ask that our sins would be forgiven daily. There are things that I might not understand. It's just the importance that the fellowship of God may be broken by sin. It doesn't mean that all of my sins haven't been forgiven the moment I got saved, past, present, and future. It means that when I sin and haven't confessed it and haven't repented from it, that there's a distance between me and God in our relationship. It's one of the reasons when I pray, the very first thing that I do is evaluate my life, is confess sins, see if there's anything I need to take care of because I don't want anything between me and God. Listen to what David said in Psalms 32, 1 through 5. This is his confession after his sin with Bathsheba. He says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. In those whose spirits there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groanings all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. So there's something about that confession. There's something about that acknowledgement. I have sinned God and I'm sorry. And that confession and acknowledgement goes hand in hand with repentance. Understanding this from the moment that we give our lives to Christ all the way through our walk with him until we are mature, that we confess, that we repent, that we look for things that he wants to change in our lives. Jesus says in Luke 5, 32, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So that if you think you are righteous and don't need to repent, then Jesus hasn't come to do that to call you as, a, as someone's righteous but sinners to repentance and if we evaluate where we are and what we're doing in our lives there's always things that God's showing us that we might understand that to confess is to change your thinking to make a decision I've been doing this and because of whatever revelation that you need to make a change in your life and when you do God restores and there are blessings that happen when we repent when we confess and we begin to live for him God bless you. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.